Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And you know I've been doing a lot on... um, well, SDG, Sustainable Development Goals, ESG from BlackRock, their corporate mentoring program. I mean, it's just they're doing everything they can do right now to gain control. They being BlackRock, their globalist uh, subset. And someone asked me the other day, well, who are the globalists? Well, let me give you just a few names. How about the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, Harari? How about the uh, World Health Organization? How about the UN? Uh, Gutierrez, what a piece of work he is. Uh, there's so many people to choose from, but number one, top of the heap, biggest corporation in the history of the world, 70% of U.S. GDP, BlackRock. And then Vanguard, State Street, their partners in crime. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's And we're fighting against this like crazy. And in today's show with Sam Arnold, Sam is going to come on and he's going to talk about the U.N. involvement in Haiti. And I'll tell you, we better pay attention because it's their plan to clean up America. Biden at some point will declare an emergency. They'll bring the U.N. and they're going to do exactly what they're doing in Haiti. They're participating in election fraud, uh, martial law. Uh, they're choosing sides on how people are going to... Well, they don't care what the people want. The U.N. is dictating terms, and the U.N. takeover, the blueprint is going on right now inside of Haiti, and we are really lucky to have Sam Arnold with us. Okay, we have, um, well, we'll go to Sam in just a minute, but we have a great sponsor, Noble Gold. And let me just say this very, very, very clearly. Noble Gold has prepared me to weather the storm. Don't have any retirements connected with a bank. You shouldn't either because they're going to keep it. You can't make that up. Your bank accounts, well, you need to diversify and leave just operating capital in there in probably no more than three to four months. And then also, too, you really need to look at hiding gold and silver that you have. Silver is really the best buy right now because it's the climate change favorite mineral and gold and silver's prices are being held down artificially. That's not going to last much longer. So let me really strongly suggest to you that you get involved with this right now and you protect your nest egg. Well, I can send you a free information packet, DaveHodgesGold.com. That's DaveHodgesGold.com. Or you can simply call Noble Gold to speed all this up, 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. A couple of words about what's going on in the Middle East. First of all, there is no way in hell that Biden and Netanyahu didn't know what was coming. Our surveillance is so good, we can read the inscription on a dime through a rainstorm 100 miles up in space. There's no way we didn't know. There's no way they didn't know. And by the way, that technology I'm referencing, that's over 30 years old. They knew. In fact, we've seen an uh, an Israeli former sergeant, and she said the same thing. I was in logistics. I was Gaza. I used to get awakened to come and look at goats approaching the fence. Tractors with 400 men. She said, no way in hell did this happen. I totally agree with her. Stephen Benoon is pretty much of the same opinion. I was on a show with him on the John Moore show, and he just said there's been a lot of compromises to Israeli security, and I couldn't agree more. Anyway, hey, buckle up. We're going to show you how the U.N. is going to try to take over America by analyzing what's happening in Haiti. Welcome to the guest segment of the Common Sense Show. Thank you so much for joining us here. Uh, Because we go digital and everything, please share our work. Uh, We're really running out of time to wake up America. So please, please do your part. 
Okay. Um, a lot of people think they can do bystander apathy and we'll do all the work, but there's not enough of us. So we need millions of marching feet on the street. And if we don't get that, you're going to be living in a 15 minute city. You're going to be in chains. Well, maybe not literally could be, but you certainly won't have any freedom and you'll own nothing. And the other side will be happy. So anyway, here we go. We got Sam Arnold with us. We're going to talk about um, some interesting, interesting things. One concept we're going to look at is a new UN concept. And as you know, I've been covering the sustainable developmental imprisonment goals. uh, And I've been doing that in a lot of different locations. And this is kind of an offshoot of this. This is authoritarian power and the UN is promoting a new kind of war. And then we'll also be talking about what's going on in Haiti. And then if we have time, I'll ask Sam a couple questions about things I'm seeing on the border. Our guest, Sam Arnold, our Latin American expert. Sam, welcome to the show, my friend. Um, Let's get right down to it. Um, We've got the UN acting as if they're the chief head honcho of the planet, and they're trying to dictate how we'll fight the next war. What's going on there? Uh, I'm so shocked about this that I almost don't know where to start, Dave. This is, I told you before the broadcast, perhaps the most important broadcast that we've done, at least you and I together. This is, I'm not seeing this in the American news anywhere. This is the new forever war, which was signed into really, you know, world law with the UN on Monday, right after the government shutdown was averted. So that trial passed and then bam, Monday morning, This bill comes up and the U.N. passes it through the Security Council with the abstention of Russia and China. And this is the new invasion. It's an invasion of the nation of Haiti to fight against the armed populace. This is the new wave. This is the way that wars will be done in the future. The U.N. authorizes it. Member nations sign up for it. They've even authorized a a blockade of Haiti. This is astounding. And we'll have to work through the details. I'm just absolutely in shock about every aspect of this, probably most notably that nobody's heard of it. And I'll forget if I don't uh, mention this side fact right up front. So let's do that. I just watched the debates in Argentina of the presidential candidates, including Javier Malay, who Tucker interviewed, and all the others. I'm, I'm disappointed that Tucker did not interview the candidate for the Macriist party which has been in power. She was the security minister, basically the attorney general in our thinking of that nation. This is Patricia Bullrich. And here, a Tucker went down there and interviewed the, the loose cannon and the dark horse and the viable candidate for a proven party he didn't even, didn't even talk to or about. What the, what the communist candidate, now this is the party that's in power right now, what he said is, we will eliminate the black market with a central bank digital currency. That's the excuse. Yep. America needs to understand that this wave is already on our continent. Many nations have fallen and the central bank digital currency is, is, is not an if, it's not a, a maybe. The ruling party said we will roll it out. We will control all transactions. There will be no uh, private transactions to say that he will eliminate He said the black market, but we know that means informal markets. We know it means your babysitter, your neighbor, your kid that mows your lawn, your lemonade stand. So all that's coming to America. Well, it's already in South America. But this is the Haiti situation is the new forever war. The new forever war is is that the war on cash? Is that what you're referring to? Uh, No, it's the new 9-11. We've had the war on terror. We've had the war on drugs. We've had oh, the war, okay. war on the war on the black market. Okay, I got it. Okay. And going back to Vietnam, this is what the military industrial complex has always wanted. This is what the Bushite world has always wanted. It's their forever wars. And now they have a new forever war. Just started this week, the first day after the government shutdown was averted, and it's uh, in Haiti. You know, the financing of it, is coming in $100 million tranches, which is one of the speaker's rules when McCarthy went in. When McCarthy was finally on the 15th vote approved to be the Speaker of the House, 
one of the new rules is the Congress does not spend more than $100 million without a, a bill coming to the floor for that. And so what happens on Monday? The UN passes this resolution and Secretary of State Antony Blinken says, I'll get $100 million for it from the Department of Defense and I'll work on another $100 million from another source. So they're using that tranche amount just so they don't have to deal with this bill coming to Congress. Because what would happen if all the congressmen halfway representing the American people in their districts saw a bill come through for another forever war in another place? That It'd get the thumbs down. And so it's, it's being authorized at this point in $100 million tranches for that very purpose. What, what's the purpose of uh, this new war by the U.N.? What are, they okay, really, I, what are they really trying to target, Sam? I have laid a lot of groundwork on that. And you and I reported maybe the very day that uh, President Jovenel Moise of Haiti was assassinated, brutally assassinated by gunfire in his home, voices heard in English and Spanish screaming. And so that assassination is what cast Haiti into a new level of turmoil. Now, I just did a show on this. You can find it on uh, my Substack, Gospel Gunslingers on Substack. I did two. My Monday radio show was all about uh, the Argentine debates and what was brewing. And then I did an emergency show on Tuesday, yesterday, which was about this Haiti situation. So it's, it's happening. It's the new war. And this is the way that force will be authorized against you, the American people. So who they're targeting... Well, hold on, Sam. Uh, What do you mean force will be authorized against you, the American people? Who's bringing that war to the American people? All right. Right now, the de facto leader of Haiti, there are two. The UN-backed prime minister is Ariel Henry. The leader of all the so-called gangs is Jimmy... Barbecue Cherizier. Now, Jimmy Barbecue worked very closely with President Moise, and he was a police officer. So this is not a career criminal. This is not somebody who grew up as a gangster and is straight out of Compton. His his background is in government and in police work and being very near to the right hand of President Moise uh, when he was assassinated. Ariel Henry is the globalist candidate. He has the backing of the United Nations, and he was the seventh prime minister that President Moise appointed. So President Moise was working through firing these swamp candidates, and the seventh one was was Ariel Henry, who happened to still be the prime minister when Moise was assassinated. Now, that's been a couple years. Since then, There's been a process of the United States government sanctioning all the senators and elected officials that were actually working for Haiti and had a Haiti first government and were trying to drain their swamp. And so what we're seeing is globalist backing of Ariel Henry, who is as crooked as a dog's hind leg. And the use of force is to go in and disarm the so-called gangs. This is the people of Haiti, as near as I can tell. And to depose Jimmy Barbecue Cherizier, and to install uh, Ariel Henry as the leader of Haiti by dictate until there are, quote, fair elections, which of course means that there's Dominion machines, there's registration of the populace, there's backdoor mechanisms installed for counting. If they really wanted a fair election, all they have to say is, hey, at noon tomorrow, everybody go out outside and wear a red shirt if you're for Ariel Henry, and wear a blue shirt if you're for Jimmy Barbecue to be the president. That's all that has to be done. And we have the technology to read that from aviation, drones, and from satellites, and even from rooftops. It's very easy to do a, a what, what we would think of as a voice vote that way. But no, they want to go in, have this war against the populace, and then install this UN back UN backs dictator until they can get another one with a veneer of legitimacy. Hmm. And who's, the most who's, who's behind the coup? Is it the CIA? 
It's the UN, worse than the CIA. Hmm. Sam, let me tell you what I've learned. And I ran upon this when I was doing the Maui investigation. Um, The World Economic Forum is not dictating orders. The UN is not in very much control. They take orders. And no one can ever guess who they're taking orders from. But when I give you the stats, you'll say, oh, it makes sense. They're taking orders from BlackRock. And I'm going to put this information out as often as I can because people won't get it the first brush. Sam, this is who's behind what's going on at the UN. Now, this is what I've learned. In the Maui situation, BlackRock has their hands in every angle of this, every single angle. In fact, I would go almost as far to say that it needs to be investigated whether or not BlackRock initiated this criminal action against Lahaina. Um, I think it needs to be criminally investigated. I think there's enough evidence to warrant investigation. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time but they're certainly set up to profit from it and to squelch the competition now having said that i learned that lahaina uh is not the only victim of blackrock blackrock controls 70 percent of the united states gdp they control 10 percent of the world's gdp with Vanguard and State Street as their partners, they control 90% of the U.S. GDP, so they run the country. This is why no one in Congress stood up for the people in Lahaina. No one. They're all a bunch of cowards. And Lahaina you know, is twisting in the wind because Congress has no intestinal fortitude. But with regard to what you're talking about with the U.N., Lahaina is making this move. I'm excuse me, Lahaina. Black that, yeah, excuse Black me. Yeah, BlackRock is making this move to control okay. the dynamic. I guarantee you, they have their fingers and everything. But Sam, here's the really weird thing, and I'm putting this out as much as I can. Um, what I learned about BlackRock, it's interesting. They have a controlling interest, and their controlling interest is Vanguard. But here's where it gets really weird, Sam. 
Vanguard went from being a public offering to a private offering a few years ago. And because they're a private offering, they don't have to disclose who runs the company. Interesting. No one knows who's running Vanguard. Now, they have officers, they list, and board members, but they don't have the decision makers. And here's what's interesting, Sam. We have a no-named group controlling the most powerful institution ever to exist on the face of the earth. They control $20 trillion of assets in this country. They have more GDP than the U.S. has GDP, and we don't know who's running it. Isn't that interesting? That's scary. Yeah, and so Um, when we talk about when we talk about CIA and uh, UN involvement in Haiti, it's still BlackRock. Okay, I would take it even one step further than that, and, and name the uh, the people in the shadows because the Jesuits, the, person, the Jesuits, the person behind this, who's the most important U.S. official that the audience has never heard of, is a graduate of Georgetown Jesuit. And so is <laughs> how did I know that? <laughs> and so is his co-conspirator. Allow me to introduce them. The United Nations. I'm reading from Foreign Affairs, foreignpolicy.com. That's the CIA United- mouth. I mean, that's the uh, uh, tri- uh, Council on Foreign Relations mouthpiece, right? That's right. Yeah, yes. it's the Council okay. on Foreign Relations. Yes. The United Nations acting charge the affairs. Richard M. Mills will continue to serve as Thomas Greenfield's number two. Okay, so Linda Thomas Greenfield will discuss in a moment, at least during the new ambassador's transition, Jeffrey De Laurentiis, the former U.S. top diplomat in Cuba, has been appointed acting U.S. ambassador for special political affairs, a post he previously held during the Obama administration. So this is Georgetown De Laurentiis. When we, we all heard about Obama opening up Cuba and canceling sanctions, and, and, and then a lot of Americans went down there and checked out the beach at the casino, right? Got some cigars. Fine. But we also saw this as, as a uh, thawing of relations with an ancient anti-American enemy. And something I reported on was all through COVID, Cuba farmed out more than 900 physicians into Latin America. And a lot of suspicious things were happening everywhere those Cuban physicians were. They only dreamed for six decades of taking down the rest of Latin America and especially wrung their hands wanting to destroy the United States. So now this guy, Jeffrey De Laurentiis, Georgetown Jesuit graduate, he's the one that's, that's, that's hammered this decision through the UN. And when we uh, this situation is when we say it is unprecedented, the one who said that is him. He's the one that said this is an unprecedented action. He made it happen. The whole idea that the world can declare war on armed citizens within their own country and pay bajillions of dollars for whoever wants some blood money to go in and invade it is just astounding. And the Let's one go back. Who did it. Declare war on the citizens of your own country. That's who's the, who they're who's, declaring, who's the, declaring war on. Now, you hear them called okay, gangs. Well, let me ask a question before you go on. You're going to lose me if I don't get to ask this. Who's declaring war? Do they have a name? Is it the Jesuit group? Or who is it? The United Nations. And it's called an MSS, a uh, multi, MSM, Multinational Support Mission. Now listen to this quote, new way to preserve peace. Speaking after the adoption, Jeffrey Jeffrey De Laurentiis, representative of the United States, said the council had, quote, made history, unquote, by authorizing the multinational support mission and stepping up, quote, to create a new way of preserving global peace and security, unquote. So that's what Jeffrey De Laurentiis said. It's his words. And this is Haiti.un.org that I'm reading from. The deployment of this mission will help to support Haiti's critical near-term needs and to foster the security conditions necessary for the country to advance long-term stability. 
They're fighting against the armed citizens. Who's the real real guy? Who's the real leader? Is it Jimmy Barbecue that should be in charge there? I believe if there were a vote today that Jimmy Barbecue would far and away receive the votes of the people. His okay, Sam, Sam, you're being clever with me. Is Jimmy Barbecue the official leader? Ariel Henry is the globalist's official leader. But in my radio show yesterday, I referred to Jimmy Barbecue as the president of Haiti. So who really won? Who really won the 2020 election? Right? Am I right? Exactly. Okay. But if someone took up a firearm to control their neighborhood and establish some semblance of security and said that Trump was their president, that's exactly the guy that Jeffrey De Laurentiis' precedent would call the entire world, China and all, in to fight against. This is how it's coming home to you. So, hold on, to, to fight against, you mean... This person in Haiti to put down any civilian uprising against their power will bring in the U.N. Is that what you're saying? Anyone in any country. Now, I was watching some quotes from Jimmy Barbecue, Cherizier, and he very he, he's not a madman. Watching him on TV, he does not look like Idi Amin. Not at all. He said, we have been forced to take up arms against Ariel Henry who we don't recognize as a legitimate leader. Now, that's pretty level-headed. So when Jimmy Barbecue's forces detain someone, they call it a kidnapping. They call it a ransom. In uh, law and order and justice, we call that an arrest. We call it a fine. We call it restitution. So there's a lot of blame games being, being made. But if you look at the history of Jeffrey, Jeffrey De Laurentiis and his time in Cuba and his cozying up to the Obama administration, he is so uh, vastly overqualified. He was a Senate-confirmed ambassador, so he still carries the title and the rank of ambassador, even though someone in his position at the UN would not normally do that. Over at the UN, the person who's actually in control is uh, Thomas Thomas. Uh, let me get back to that Thomas Greenfield. And what my research uncovered was that uh, De Laurentiis was there to hold her hand. And on one hand, she has the markings of an affirmative action appointee. On the other hand, she has very deep roots having to do with Africa. She was appointed ambassador to Liberia, which, you know, is Liberia because a century ago, that's where black Africans were supposed to go back to africa too, the free land of of liberia well it's where lincoln it's where lincoln wanted to send the blacks originally okay abraham lincoln wanted it was his plan uh he tried to sell that to the south and they go hell no these people work for free because they're slaves uh but yeah that was actually lincoln's plan this is one of the reasons why they speak english in liberia because they did actually send some blacks there and some of the blacks escaped and went there <clears throat> so that makes a lot of sense liberia would be involved um she was actually the u.s ambassador to liberia from 08 to 12 she was deputy you know these government titles get so intervoluted she was in the Bureau of Population, Refugees, and Migration from 2004 to 2006. Okay. So, see, she's been buried in the United States bureaucracy pushing this migration affairs for 20 years. How did this she person also- actually take over? In Haiti, though, what was the mechanism for stealing an election, stealing the position? Exactly how did they do it? Okay. Uh, The United States, by sanctioning legitimately elected uh, senators, including the head of Haiti's Senate, see, it was the United States that saw them as illegitimate and sanctioned the individuals in fact, barring them from even coming to the United States. And so Haiti's government was limping along 
and trying to uh, do this by a means other than force. And finally, it was the U.S. sanctions that that buried that attempt. All of the elected representatives resigned other than Ariel Henry. And so he's there all by himself. And he's the one that the U.N. is supporting. You know, he's there under their protection. And he's not an elected official. Moise appointed him. Yeah, but who who the hell is the U.N. to come in and dictate who's in charge? Good question. Well, that's why they got $100 here and $100 there. And some Kenyans, the Kenyans are going to send the first thousand pairs of boots on the ground. You know, the Kenyan military is implicated in, anti, in uh, killings, extrajudicial killings against anti-government protesters recently. So yeah. the president of Kenya is in battle. And this is another thing that I wanted to bring up. There's four nations in the Americas that are that are signed on to help in this in this uh, mission. And one of them, the most stable and the most reasonable one, is Guatemala. And the conservative president in Guatemala is a lame duck. He's got till January. And, you know, there's a there's a U.N. supported socialist president elect in Bernardo Arevalo. And it looks like the Guatemalan president is not going to hand over the reins to him. But do you know who supports Bernardo Arevalo? The CISIC, the U.N., the U.N. Anti-Corruption Bureau in Guatemala. So all through his presidency and his predecessor's presidency, that's eight years now, they've not been able to un-entrench the U.N. out of Guatemala. The U.N. has been running their affairs and, and, and uh, constantly pursuing charges against clean government officials for eight years. Jimmy Morales, the previous president, sent military jeeps to surround the CISIG UN anti-corruption headquarters in Guatemala. Uh, you know, machine guns mounted on panels on, on, in the back of those Jeeps. And they just all showed up in a moment, surrounded the building, sat there for a little while, and went their way. And, and, and the UN backed off a little bit and allowed the re-election of, uh, you know, an allied president in Dr. Giamatte. But now his terms run out. And so... You and I have been reporting on this, too, that the Guatemalan election is in great turmoil. President Giamatte got up at the U.N. just uh, two weeks ago and said, "We, I will hand over power peacefully in January to the person that the sovereign voters of Guatemala choose. And the implication is that that may not be Bernardo Arevalo. So even though Guatemala is a participant in this action against Haiti, within 90 days, the whole thing could swing around and troops could be sent into Guatemala because a few communists there, because there are still some in their swamp, in their government, in their judiciaries, in their military, call for it and say, oh, we're being repressed. We have a legitimately elected uh, president-elect and he's not being allowed to take power. And so let's let's crush the opposition and disarm listen disarm is a key term that's in this uh resolution by the united nations the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. They want to disarm Jimmy Barbecue, and they'll disarm anyone in any nation. Yeah, this is their I, I, yeah listen, I want to make the point here, okay? Please. Because um, you're seeing the manifestation of something I've reported on it's called the Kigali Principles. And before Obama left office in 2016, he and John Kerry signed an illegal, non-senatorial, approved by a two-thirds margin treaty with the UN that if the United States had an emergency of any type declared by the president, that the UN could interject 
any or all of 28 nations that were a party to the agreement. The United States is now a party to that agreement. It's illegal, should have gone through the Senate, but this is what you're seeing. You're seeing forces brought in, and then there's going to be a second point I'm going to make about uh, the, uh, uh, forget the group he said brought in, but anyway, let me finish this point. The UN is sending in troops to disarm people. Exactly. exactly what they're going to do here in the United States. When they have the opportunity, they're going to do exactly the same thing here. Now, it's, Dave, you've said that for 10 years, but it's never happened until today. Yeah, they rehearsed it, though, Sam. Uh, this is something it's on my website. People can go look with it up. Peacekeepers. And yeah, with no, other it was it was uh, foreign troops at Camp Grayling. And they had, a, I believe it was a black triangle insignia on their shoulder. And then you had U.S. troops with a U.S. flag. And you see bits and pieces of the war game in this video. Uh, and it's a war game. It's not an actual fight. But you see the U.S. troops being captured and loaded into buses. Not buses, but uh, canopy trucks. And um, that was at Camp Grayling in Jade Helm 2. And and then also, they're anticipating a civil war in this country, because in Jade Helm 2, in Texas, they hired crisis actors for $18 an hour. And I'll quote you exactly what the job ed said. It said, um, to play the role of ex-military officers, okay, that are now... Disaffected veterans. There you go. Sorry, the brain's not working as well as it could, but disaffected... American soldiers who are now guerrilla chieftains, and they practiced interrogation techniques in front of an intelligence officer who actually talked to me about this because he was concerned they were practicing for America. And I said, well, they are. Um, And we had information from the Texas Rangers. They had intel as to this. And Sam, I'm going to go a step further. Uh, Who was the country you said they brought into Haiti to take the guns? Uh, Guatemala is one of uh, Kenya is leading Kenya. That's it. That's it. Yes. Okay. Here's here's an interesting thing here. Uh, Paul Preston's reporting this on his radio show. And Paul's connected to a lot of powerful people, including some in the Trump administration. He has a number one digital show in America and Agenda 21 radio. He's the head of the new California movement. So he's got a, he's got his fingers and a lot of pies and he gets a lot of info and so every time I'm starting to say, hey, Dave Hodge is on top of his game here. He's got this info today, and he's kind of ahead of the pack. And we revel in that for about 30 seconds and then check our ego in the back pocket and do our job. But Paul calls me last night with something I had no clue. And what pro- what prompted the call was he had watched a YouTube video of mine, and I believe it was early last week, if not the week before, and we saw a horde crossing the border uh, the southern border, but they were different than a normal immigrant horde. They were not uh, walking to and fro and disorganized in a group here, a group there, and groups of three, groups of five, all dressed differently. No, 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 no. It was all males, 20 to 30. Uh, there were a few teenagers in there that I could determine, but they were marching in what was effectively a straight line. They weren't carrying suitcases. And they had uh, equipment bags that would hang over their neck onto their chest. And I played that on YouTube. And I said, what do you think this is? Watch this. Now watch it again. And I said, you could even tell who the commanders are. There's a military unit. Well, that leads up to what Paul told me. From what nation? Not sure. I would say from what I was seeing, they were Middle Eastern. But they weren't dressed in Middle Eastern garb, but they had Middle Eastern appearance. So so Paul calls me last night, and he tells me that Spanish-speaking Marines are going to the border in California and recruiting gangsters to go into the Marines, and they're taking them to Camp Pendleton. And a lot of people are going to have problem with that information and I asked him, I said, well, how do they know that they're gangsters? He goes, tattoos. He goes, that's a real giveaway. And I said, uh, why do you think they're doing it? And we kind of kicked it back, and I'm not sure. 
he had a definitive answer, uh, but he said to help subjugate us. And there's a two-parter to this. But then here's the other part, Sam, that's really interesting. And this kind of goes in line with what you're saying, that they're recruiting people that will have the color of law on their side. And they're coming to a community near us to hunt people in the opposite political party views, journalists they don't like. They're coming to kill. It's Kenya the, is an English-speaking country. Yeah, but it's, the, it's not Kenya that's doing it. It's We're talking hardcore Mexican cartel, and I believe they have to have some understanding of English. And then they take them to Pendleton, and they're training them. Uh, I believe Paul's story, because of the videos I'm seeing at the border with military units crossing. By the way, a Border Patrol source, Sam, that's telling me that they're catching national Chinese who have the tattoo of the PLA. That's their soldiers. Chinese soldiers are crossing our southern border. And you're talking about special units. I've been in touch with Michael Yan. He's one of the ones that has, that has, from his military experience, singled out certain sets that have uh, spree de corps. It was he who was in the hotel down in the Darien Gap when the Chinese came in and uh, uh, bought a live chicken so that they yeah, could cut yeah. its head off and drink the blood in a in a, a special forces camaraderie ritual and an occult ritual also. So there's an underground and there's an overground. And what you're describing is the underground. Yes, there have to be agitators and saboteurs fifth in order column, to fifth column forces, right? Yes. In order to begin the ball rolling. But then that always precludes an actual invasion. You know, uh, when Francisco Franco coined the term fifth column, he said, I will assault Madrid with my four columns and a fifth column will assault from within. And so what we're talking about in this UN move is the four columns that are overt, that have, as you say, a color of law, international law. And then, of course, there will be saboteurs on the inside. So, yes, those are two sides of the same point. Did I mention that a blockade is authorized in this Haiti situation? No, I didn't know that. You want to talk about an act of war. I'll read the legalese quickly. This is right from the UN document. Decides that for an initial period of one year, all member states shall take the necessary measures to prevent the direct or indirect supply, sale, or transfer to Haiti from or through their territories or by their nationals or using their flagged vessels or aircraft of small arms, light weapons, and ammunition. So this authorizes all member nations to police the air and the seas for one thing, the means to resist weapons. Um, I'm going to give you one other aspect of this, too, and I think this is the big picture. I strongly believe, and I'm going to try to check this out with my sources, Haiti is critical because Cuba will one day launch a cross-Gulf invasion and Haiti will be needed for support. What do you think, Sam? Yes, and the Haitians are a a vast resource of uh, warm bodies with with a bent towards violence. I see a lot of them move through Mexico. I have to deal with a lot of Haitians, and uh, they are a dangerous bunch. Now, I would add to that that there is a hope that uh, Haiti will make an abrupt turn to the Lord Jesus Christ. And what nobody knows about the whole Haiti situation is that the Haiti earthquake happened in 2010, 50 years almost to the day after the gospel was preached in Port-au-Prince in 1960 by my friend and mentor, Clay Sonmore, William Branham, and the Full Gospel Businessmen's Fellowship. They were invited there by Papa Doc Duvalier, the notorious dictator. He was in a three-way threat. The people were rising up against his brutal oppression. He had suppressed the Catholic Church, which brought many resources in uh, to, to fuel revolt against Papa Doc. And then he was about to get in a fight with the USA 
and the entire U.S. Uh, fleet was off his coast uh, over the horizon, ready to invade. And so with that invasion threat present, Papa Doc invited the gospel to be preached. And you know, Haiti only had 5 million and some people at that time, and 100,000 were in attendance every night for seven nights. I tell you, the entire nation, for the most part, turned to the Lord Jesus Christ. And this stayed off the destruction and the wrath of God of Haiti for 50 years. When the 2010 earthquake hit, it destroyed the central cathedral of the capital city and killed the archbishop. It's all in my radio show. And then, ever since then, Haiti's been 14 years subject, just like the nation of Israel in Judges. And this is why I reached out on shortwave radio to Jimmy Barbecue Cherizier as the president of Haiti, as the person with control of 80% of Port-au-Prince, and said, invite, invite the gospel to be preached. Now, these NGOs, you know, many of them masquerading as Christian ministries, have been a, no. a good part of the problem that's trafficked humans through uh, through and out of Haiti and just created this disaster. And uh, this is why the Haitians, you know, the UN in this document also accuses the gangs. The UN accuses the gangs of being the sex traffickers and human traffickers. Why do you think they took up arms? They took up arms because their nation is being raped and pillaged and their population sold as slaves. They're being sent to the U.S., herded out into the continent where they make their way to the Texas border. And there are a lot of Haitians that are ticked off about it. Is Jimmy Barbecue really worse than Nicolas Maduro? Is he worse than Daniel Ortega? You know, all of them have a seat at the table. Oh, oh uh, Biden, Joe Biden canceled Trump's $15 million reward for the arrest of Nicolas Maduro. And during the Biden presidency, he flew to New York and made a made a speech in front of the green tile. Like, are all you surprised? The, really, Sam? Are you surprised? We're I'm talking just Biden. Saying, he's a criminal. He's, he's an international terrorist. You got Nicholas Maduro. He's got a seat at the table. The U.S. is yeah. buying oil with him. If you're driving a car around in the USA, you're burning Venezuelan oil, which is fueling that dictator. But who's sanctioned? Jimmy Barbecue. Jimmy Barbecue Cherizier is sanctioned. And so I make this point. You know, Evo Morales is running for president again in Bolivia. We're, we're at he, we're at Bolivia, okay. He's going to run again after he threw the legitimate lady president, Janina Añez Chavez, in the dungeon. His party is still in charge there, just growing cocaine. It's what they do in Bolivia. They've got an entire region, the, the product, the, the output of it, it's nothing but cocaine and and uh, the drug trade. And so all of them have a seat at the table. The Fernandez-Fernandez ticket, including Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner in Argentina, she's still vice president. She can get on a plane and fly anywhere in the world. But Jimmy Barbecue is sanctioned. So this just it just goes to show you that there's a two-tier justice system, as every Trump supporter in the USA knows. Just understand that the two-tier justice system is now coming for you with teeth. The UN is now taking the step to send in invasions to any nation where the people take up arms against their illegitimate government. Yeah. Have you read the sustainable goals from the UN, the 17 sustainable development goals? I have heard some of your work on it, but I have not read them. One of the things I think it's relevant to our discussion here, Sam, is basically they use highfalutin terms, uh, but basically what they're saying is in the midst of a crisis, by their judgment, they will do whatever is necessary to restore order. And they're ba- they, they have a term for it, so the global chaos, okay? but they have other terms they apply to. But basically what it is, it's martial law by a different name. And they say they have the ability to extend it indefinitely, and they have the ability to expand their powers. So what the UN Sustainable Development Goals that we signed on to on September 19th of this year, basically we gave away our sovereignty to the United Nations, the Biden administration did. But they're telling us they are going to rule us by martial law decree. That's exactly what's going to happen in Haiti first. That's what you're describing with the Kenyans coming in to take the guns. 
Yes. Did, did you know in Australia, with the help of the UN, the Australian soldiers are going door to door in drills, training to forcibly vaccinate citizens. And I've I must have had I've been doing a lot of live streams on YouTube, and I've had people write in to me from Australia on this point over and over and over. I probably have a dozen comments about this. So this is UN sponsored as well. That's terrible. Yeah, and but there's all under color of law and order. Sam, there's one other aspect. I want to prove your point here. Please. Biden signed an illegal agreement in his first month in office with the World Health Organization. It was basically formed a treaty, and that's not a treaty unless it goes to the Senate. It's approved by two-thirds of the members. But he didn't do that. He just said to the World Health Organization, if I declare there's an emergency, you get to come in and say whatever. So in other words, they can do what Australia is doing. They can do what Haiti is doing. They can do whatever they want to us. And it's called medical martial law. And I wrote about this, gosh, 2010, 2011, under the guidelines of what they called ESF-8, as under Human Health Services, and the UN was part of it. And what it was, it was medical martial law camps. You're deemed to have an illness We take you to a camp. But I went through the organizations in the federal government that were going to be governing agencies for these camps. Not one of them was medical, Sam. It was all the law enforcement groups. And that's where this is headed. And you're you're getting kind of the tip of the iceberg in Haiti. But this is on the books for America, too. Sam, I suspect they're beta testing Haiti to bring it here. This is why... De Laurentiis could not contain his excitement. They've been wanting to do this forever. Yeah, a lot of the, exactly. these officials came in at the dawn of the new Biden administration. They were quickly appointed. Bam, bam, bam. Highly overqualified people were packed into the UN just to move it in this direction. And it's so backwards. It's so dangerous. They say they are going to create an effective judicial system. Oh, my gosh. The crime of the assassination of President Moise is not being solved. No, no. And the assassination of Donald Trump and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. won't be solved either. That's That's coming. That's coming. Tucker Carlson is saying it all the time, and I think he's probably right. Um, I got to tell you, Paul Preston said something to me last night that really is getting traction. Paul Paul put it on his show, and I said, Paul, I'm going to give you credit, but I'm going to put it out on my work. Um, President Trump, Vice President RFK Jr., and they would pull the moral, intellectual people from both parties. I'm just going to state that RFK Jr. is the dark horse candidate in the USA, but there's also one in Mexico, and there's also one in Argentina. Now, if somebody wants the full breakdown, it's on Living by the Sword with Pastor Sam and the Gospel Gunslingers, week 56. Give me a I, I don't think give I can me, shove it in a cap. No, you probably can't, but give, give, me, give me a couple headlines on this. This is interesting. Well, uh, okay, in Argentina, they cannot have a two-candidate race because probably 75% of the voting populace is for conservatism, Macri steps toward, uh, you know, financial stability and, and sanity. And so what do they do? They throw Ross Perot into the race. Now, I'm a big <laughs> fan and I, and I voted for Ross. Perot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I agree. It's a good but analogy. It's a good analogy. In Argentina, if the vote goes to a runoff, it'll be obvious that they stole it, even with their huge voting block of teachers and police, you know, the the growth of government has been expansive now for four years. It's a huge payroll. So those are bought votes. But even with all of that, the landslide is too big. So they can't have a two-horse race. It's got to be a three-way race that they then give a little nudge with their Dominion systems out of Venezuela to cross the 45% threshold for a first-round win. And it doesn't matter. Who it is, as long as it's not Patricia Bullrich, the proven candidate that was the security minister for Mauricio Macri, 
that knows where all the bodies are buried. And so you've got that in Mexico and you've got it in the USA. And I'll just tell you, there's reasons why I don't trust RFK Jr. And tell me what, in a nutshell, what Jesuit is it? Connection. Okay, so you think he's a Jesuit? Uh, his his roots are too deep. His, his Roman roots are too deep. And I'll tell you something <laughs> about both of the dark horses in the USA and Mexico. They go to mass every day. They go to the mass every day. All of the days they go to the mass and eat the magic cookie. And, you know, it's hard for an American to understand somebody going to mass every day, going to any kind of a church every day. But it takes a pretty rabid devotee to Papist Romanism do that. And both of them do in the USA and yeah. Edward Brassie in Mexico. Sam, I, ha- I had an hour and a half conversation today with Virginia Farber, who's done amazing work on 5G. She's won a court case on federal court, too. But uh, but at the end of the conversation, Virginia is the softest, sweetest person you'll ever meet. And uh, she said, she said, Dave, it's going to take a civil war to get our country back. And I and I happen to think she's right, unless God does a divine intervention, because we change our ways and get on bended knee and ask for uh, forgiveness and repent. But uh, saying that doesn't happen. Virginia is probably right. But here's the problem. It's going to be a Spartacus kind of army, a civilian army. And what happened to Spartacus? They'll do the same thing to the revolutionaries here. They'll hang them on the roads all the way to D.C. They'll put them up on a cross. Um, We're in a mess. We're in an absolute mess. And really, I think our only way out of it legitimately is divine intervention. It's a mess. Sam, we're just about out of time here. And I wanted to give you a few minutes to talk about your work. Um, You're on, you got a shortwave radio show. And so tell the audience about it. I do. Uh, I'm on shortwave radio throughout all the Americas on Monday night. It's called Living by the Sword with Pastor Sam and the Gospel Gunslingers. There's an archive. It's free. It's free to air. Go to gospelgunslingers.com. I also have a new sub stack to search Gospel Gunslingers, and that one has transcripts that you can cut things out of and share and paste. My fourth grade teacher said, this kid is going to invent the cure for cancer and lose it in his desk. And I think that I've, I think I've improved a little, Dave. But you know, I broadcast on all these Haiti issues, and I don't know which of the fifty-five prior weeks, fam, it was. I couldn't find it. But uh, so I really, I really need some uh, assistance to get the work out there, get the word out there. Uh, we need funding, and uh, please help with that. I'm an easy person to reach out to. I look. I want to be your pastor, and I want to be your missionary. Why give your money to a pacifist preacher when there's such a thing as gospel gunslingers, Dave? We're black belts. We oh, love oh, oh let, let me ask you are you a five are you a five oh one C three, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> Negative red leader. Okay, so no 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 uh no no government sanctioned church here, correct? No such thing. Now, I, I'm a refugee. I don't go in the USA anymore. <laughs> I've burnt too many bridges. It unveiled too much voter fraud, sex trafficking, government cover-ups. No, I, I stay in Mexico. I did offer to Jimmy Barbecue. I said, listen, if you give me the Central Sports Stadium and everything, uh, government, military protection like you did to my mentor, Clay Sonmore, maybe I'll come preach in Haiti. I don't know how I'd get there, but I might just do that. And I asked him to do it. I asked, Jimmy? Open it. Open up Port-au-Prince to the gospel. It's a high-risk a- opportunity there. But, hey, Jesus went in uh, and did dangerous things, too, and so did the disciples. So, you know, you're in good company there. But, uh, Sam, we got to go, my friend. We're up against it. Uh, interesting report. It's, it's interesting how Latin America still is interjecting itself into American life. And people, I'm telling you, they're beta testing, hating for what they want to do to us. It's a beta test down there. Sam, thanks so much for joining us. 
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.